Hi, welcome back to the table. I am not important enough for my father to love me. Uh, we have our usual suspects here today. Uh, to our right, we have Robbie. Oh, that's me. Joe. What's up? <laughs> and Rudy. Hello. Hello. So um, we're screwed. I lost the game. I, you gotta stop with that. You know what? We did that last time, and uh, I'm gonna do it all I, the time. I don't think we've recovered from it last time, so I'm not uh, sure why you're trying to bury yeah, us no. here. Shout out this week uh, goes out to all the... M- Matt. Pumpkins. <laughs> Shout out to Matt today. Yeah, dude. Aww. Shout Thanks, out to Matt. Matt. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Thanks Fuck for you, drying Matt. my feet and cleaning my shoes, Matt. <laughs> that's that's very mean. Um, no, it's an ex-boyfriend. Yikes. Moving on. How ironic. In the end, I was the one who was stepped up. <laughs> oh. That got personal. Anyways, what's going that's on why they call crushes, Robbie. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> so, to come back to, Speaking you know, crushes, we're fighting the Dungeons and Dragons game that we're playing, <laughs> let's hope we don't get crushed by this golem. Yeah, wait, no. Mm-hmm. That was... <laughs> no. That was bad. Uh, <laughs> so, we, uh, we are currently... We went through the door of Requiem. Yes. How would you say on a time frame that we solved that? Like, good time frame, bad time frame? I mean, for it was good for the lack of evidence that's provided in the room. Solid. All right. Because the last time we did that, it took forever. Uh, and now we're in a grove of some, an enclosed grove fighting a golem and a tree. Yeah. A golem. I keep saying golem. Golem, golem. Different monster. Schmeagle. Schmargle. Um, either or. Uh, how are you guys feeling so far about this uh, encounter? Fucked. Uh- no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even fought it yet. And I'm, where's my <laughs> lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> Our producer thinks we should have sex with the unicorn that's also roaming around the grove as the answer to this this issue. Sex with the unicorn is my new band name. Um, oh damn it. So here we go. It's called the horn hole. It's finally... <laughs> I hate everything that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> All right. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, so with that being said, we are coming to the Gollum's turn. So. I hate have, everything. It's the Gollum's turn. I get that's it. That's his That's just muttering to himself. He's like, I hate this. I hate all these people. I hate everything. At least you have this nice transient light coming down on you to stop talking about unify that. your uh to uh <laughs> uh at least make <laughs> your death a more pleasant and vibrant experience i'm uh, not confirming that you'll die but yeah <laughs> anyways did you say a vibrating experience God. No, vibrance. <laughs> it's all pointed towards the unicorn, guys. This is because the unicorn has a horn and the horn points. Can you? Oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna start my roll. Thank you. Yes, let's get into this. He's just gonna. I feel bad everything. for our listeners that have to sit through two and a half minutes of us being stupid before we get to the game. <laughs> I apologize. Wow, it's actually been two and a half minutes. Oh my god, three and a half, but whatever. Oh, whatever. Let's go. Like counting skills. So. You're back in the grove. Uh, the draft and the uh, smoke have yet to dissipate from from this room. Um, the unicorn you can see um, galloping uh, seems to actually be um, 
actually be resonating some sort of aura around its horn. This blue aura spirals around the horn and immediately shoots into the air before slamming into the ground once more. With that, you see another hand begin to rise. Oh, fuck. Out of the ground. As another golem slowly makes its presence into the world. Sizak gives up. Alder, take down the unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you got it, boss. <laughs> the first golem, however, makes its move. It is currently looking at like a sick breakdancing move. Garum. Ooh. The golem doesn't seem to um, actually pursue Garum, however. As it observes him, it then immediately turns its direction to Alder. What? (laughs) Sorry. With this, uh, he begins to expend his movement and actually um, makes his way over to Alder, doing a light jog, trudging and making deep imprints into the grove as he uh, makes his way. Uh, With this, Alder prepares himself... Um, for an attack. Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that face. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't like that. Did, didn't he, look did great. he 20 it? I feel like he 20 it. I'm gonna die. You know, things such is life. Sometimes you don't think it be like it is, but it do. Excuse me while I roll, roll too many he dice. Critted, he critted. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna assume. Alder lives on in the face. Like, isn't it like if they do like just as much damage as your life is negative, you die? Yeah, you're yeah. just outrightly dead. I feel like I might get murked. Like, I this might be the end all be all of Alder. We'll see. Maybe Aaron Jesus gives you a little roll. <laughs> okay. That sounded like a lot of dice. It was. <laughs> sounded like a lot of dice. That was like at least two. And here we go with math. So one of our listeners said that she enjoys when we have to pause for math because it makes us seem real competent. <laughs> Go ahead. Incompetent? Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever, man. The golem runs over, and just as Giram dives out of the way uh, of the golem's uh, perceived attack, his leg is caught by the golem's hand. It grasps onto his leg, and just as his body makes contact with the ground, Alder is immediately lifted up and slammed several times, being uh, thrown around like a ragdoll against the rocks of the sanctuary. Your body cracks several times against each, uh, each rock on each impact. You take 19 damage. Hey, how you doing, buddy? That was one of the lower um, end rolls that, that could have happened. Not a lot. I mean, I'm not conscious anymore. Bummer. Wait. What are you at? Oh, I'm at negative. <laughs> <laughs> it would be negative eight. Negative eight. Okay. It's currently bleeding out. Probably has a concussion. Anyways, 
that the the golem releases its uh, hold on his leg, uh, and we come back to top of the round. Mordecai. Um. So the scepter. Um. I can't do anything with it right now, can I? Uh, what are you trying to do? Like with I it? can't shoot anything from it. I can't really like. It's a laser gun. You can do whatever you want. Pew. I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm assuming I really just can't do anything with it. Like, what's going on with me in the scepter right now? Currently, you're just standing there, and the scepter is uh, using its red helix, or uh, releasing its uh, red helix of aura. Um, it hasn't attuned to you, uh, if that's what you're asking. Um, so you don't really know how to use it. I'm going to do a swish and lick with the scepter and kind of just point it at the golem and hope something happens. I have no idea. You, you do a swish and flick and point at the golem and uh, nothing happens. You want right. to toss me the scepter? Yeah, I'm going to toss the scepter to Suzette. Okay. Suzette, you grab onto the scepter. Yep. How does it feel? Why don't you make a wisdom for me? Cool. Ah! Oh, oh what no. did you so do? So this is like the third one I've rolled. Ah! Uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna put that dice somewhere else. Don't cry, I know. Um. So you roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Can you roll a percentile for me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, find the right dice. Uh, 90? 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like that look. <laughs> That's a good number, 90. Uh. So is that you grab onto the scepter. And you feel it, much like others, um, you feel it tighten in your grip. With that, you notice the stab wound on your hand. Mm -hmm. It slowly reopens. And you begin to see blood kind of trickle out. And it's not just there. You begin to see it kind of seep out from under your armor. More of your blood. And you feel it begin to pool in your mouth and you feel it begin to streak down from your eyes <laughs> so you want to like, like let that regular go. Saturday I guess it's Wednesday my dude whatever man and with the sun almost the sound of glass shattering you feel an intense pain across your entire body as an entire crimson tree begins to grow from you. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Alder 1 and Alder 2. <laughs> In an instant, Suzette is replaced. More crimson than man. He, however, remains conscious. Oh, oh. Small miracles, am I right? Can you give the crimson plague to the golem? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't think we want to do that. This is that through what's left of your face as most of it is covered uh, currently with this crim uh, with this crimson tree. Uh, you can see still through your left eye as it is uh, um, as the left side of your face is currently still flesh. Um, you can see the aura of the golem. You can see the aura of the unicorn and the tree. And most importantly, you can see the eye of the tree. In the center of it, there seems to be a swirling vortex of aura that is currently perceiving almost directly to you. Can I still speak? Certainly. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to tell everyone that there's some creepy eye in the middle of the tree. So guys, there's an eye in the tree. Not my tree, the big blue tree. <laughs> um, so that seems like a good place to start. Do we hear him? Uh, yeah, you, you do hear him. I don't. <laughs> oh, I mean, except- subconsciously, I think you can hear me. <laughs> well, do we... S- Okay. Have it. Should we just put the do something? God. Uh, might- to the tree. Wait, we can I still like do stuff? Thing. Yep. Still your still your action. Um, I'd like to try to head towards the tree. Can I dash? Sure. Sixty feet towards the tree. Okay, you dash towards the tree. Uh, cover half of the distance there. Um, as you uh get there, you notice that the uh, the scepter itself begins to uh resonate further. Cool. Um, you notice uh, the actual head of the scepter is now completely deconstructed rather than just partially like before. Um, and now complete, it has complete uh, shards um, worming around the uh, helix of aura. I'd like to like hold it out towards the eyes so it could be just even a little bit closer. Okay. Uh, you, you hold it out and it seems to almost, the, this helix position actually pinpoints itself it uh seems to almost connect uh at a fine point that points towards the eye but that's, that dash takes up yeah your that's action. my full um gear em. wait does ca- praying count as a bonus action or is that full uh that's or that's a full action all right yes your move uh how far am i from the tree uh you are uh, 115 feet I was right behind Suzette. Right, yeah. that makes okay. you 115 feet. Okay. Uh, my 60 feet is about halfway too, so you'd be. Okay, okay. Uh, I want to move up 15 feet okay. and see if I can hit it with my javelin. The tree? Yes. Okay. Uh, go for it. Roll the hit. Oh God. Wait. Hmm. Wouldn't that be that's at the almost the max distance, right? So it'd no, be, the max distance is 120 feet. Right. If so, it's if it's past that past that distance. No, it's if it's past the first distance, which is 80 feet, right? Oh, 30. okay. 30. So anything past 30, you have disadvantage on. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was. Anything past that is impossible to hit. Right. 13. 13. Uh. It's a tree, so 
It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to dodge out of the way, right? So it does make contact with the tree. Um, how can you roll a strength for me real quick? Okay. That's a 10. Okay. Um, so it, it just kind of bounces off the tree. You notice, um, it doesn't, uh, exactly. Um, and it's not necessarily that it was even a magical effect that bounced off of it. You, as you may now recall, um, these trees are more so made of rock than they are bark. He said bark and I said woof. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to see if I can make my connection. Make your connection? My wrist, my forearm. I'm going to try attempt it again. Uh, that's that's going to be... Um, oh, that's a major action? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know. No, there's no problem. Hey, Alder. Let's that's make a me. death save. You can All do right. it. All right. Just don't do it poorly. Oh. 17. Okay. Hey. That's one save. Got two more to go. All right. Stay well, no. Later. Oh, you're right. My bad, my bad. One per turn, but <laughs> you're right. Unless you're the right. golem just decides to end your life. Don't say things like that. Decides to punch him in the face while he's down. Right. <laughs> Curb stomps him. The golem is now uh turning to it turning its attention to uh Suzette, Or actually it's actually turning its attention to Giram, whereas the second one is clearly turning its attention to Suzette. Um, they begin to expend their movements um, directly uh, to each other. Uh, they're not going to be able to make it to you in the one turn. Um, thought, punks. The unicorn, however. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> gored to death by a unicorn. Primes up another spell and releases... Uh, this one is placed next to Mordecai. All right. To where you see another hand come out of the ground. Okay. Duck. And be Duck. <laughs> Whatever, man. Not. The gra- Dodge. 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 Dip. I don't know. Thank you. As another golem makes itself present now next to Mordecai and Giram. I think we should go for the unicorn. I'm focusing on the tree. If you want to focus on the unicorn, feel free to. Okay. Uh, This is top of the round. Mordecai? Okay. um, So the column's like directly next to me? Yes. Fuck. Um, (laughs) Sorry. um, Shit. It'll get an attack of opportunity if I leave its space, right? Don't move. Their uh, sight is based on movement. How far away is the unicorn from me right now? Uh, the unicorn is about uh, 120 feet. Um, so I guess that's roughly within range. I'm going to use Witch Bolt on the unicorn. Okay, roll a hit. Oh, God. Okay, that did not play that. Nice. That... Didn't land on the table, but that would have been a natural twenty. Um, yeah, it's would have been. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a ten. That's significantly less than a natural twenty. <laughs> like uh, really so a ten man. overall to hit. Yeah. 
uh, the unicorn is uh, within its wherewithal enough to uh, uh, quickly uh, lunge itself behind uh, the tree. The witch bolt uh, sails past the unicorn and hits the wall. Okay. Can I uh, still move? Oh, yeah. You still have your movement action. Uh, Can I? Yeah. Also, you know that instead of taking an action, you can evade and then move out of its space. Can I? Yeah. Oh. Cool. But you already used your action. Yeah, so. you could have. Swell. Well, like... Can't really charm the golem. Uh, I'm going to use... I'm going to command my unseen servant to move towards the unicorn. Okay. Yeah, just make it trot along. The unseen servant begins its way uh, towards the unicorn. Um, and it, it, it does so. Cool. <laughs> uh, is it like right next to the unicorn? Is it Still like... got about 60 feet left. Okay. I'm going to stare at the golem and just wait for my demise. <laughs> okay. Um, this is that. Dash to the tree. Dash to the tree. Here he go. Roll <laughs> a wisdom. All right. No, not that dice. God damn it. Slightly better. I got a 12. What do you mean slightly? I got a nat one last time. It's way better. <laughs> Can you roll a percentile for me? God damn it. Yeah, I guess. Sixty-three. Okay. Why are you licking me like this? I don't like this. <laughs> As you begin to run towards the tree, you can see the envisionment of what appears to be some sort of woman, uh, some large, uh, and by large, I mean about 15 foot tall woman, um, kind of descending down from the tree. However, something throbs in your head. And you can feel almost as if the tree that is currently growing upon you grows larger. And with this, the woman immediately fades away. As you approach the tree, the scepter becomes nearly, oh, almost incredibly unstable. You can feel it writhing inside of your palms. What are you going to do? I mean, can I touch the scepter to the eye? Um, yeah, if you would like to. Sure, let's do that. Okay. Uh, you drive the scepter towards, uh, or into the eye of the tree. And as you do so, there is a sudden absence of everything for you. You are just in darkness. All right. You feel a slight tug on you from uh, on you from behind. Do I like turn? Can I turn around? Sure. Yeah. Turn around. Okay. So you turn around. You are met with the sight of once again the outer heavens. You are met with the sight of a spiral spiraling red vortex and just before too much detail comes in to place you immediately snap 
back to reality. Okay. And as you are back, the tree itself, rather than this blue aura, begins to seethe a red aura. As it does so, the golems begin to explode with these crimson appendages that hey guys, you, Doc. that you yourself have began to grow. The tree or the foliage uh, immediately begins to decay, much like you have seen the foliage in Gothica uh, start to decay. It appears that the this sanctuary is now contracted. Whatever blight has taken hold of Gothica. And as it begins to decay and rot, you notice that the tree itself begins to twist and turn. You can hear the stone cracking under the force of whatever is propelling it. The unicorn itself seems to startle and immediately try to scamper away. As this tree spirals upwards and its leaves and rocks begin to Uh, fall and snap off of its branches. The branches spiral into a single point wrapped around it to a fine point, almost like a spearhead towards the sky. The light above immediately begins to dim. And finally, there is nothing but darkness above. A blank void of which you can see a faint red speck And you know that you're late looking upon it. You can't help but gaze upon it. Years and light years away into the outer heavens, the gaze of the void stars upon this very room. Actions for everyone that as uh, there's currently a lot happening. Um, freaking out internally. I'd like to be alive. I, I would like to. <laughs> I'd, I'd, can I go up to uh, Alder and cast Spare the Dying again? Uh, sure. How close is the unicorn to me? Uh, the unicorn is about 30 feet. I'd like to um, take my knife and throw it at it. Okay. Yeah, don't wait for the archer to get up or anything. Throw a knife at it. Well, that'll, that'll, I, look, it may take you a really second. That's really the range attacks that we need right you now. You are up now, Alder. Actually, you are up now. I look up just in time to see him throw don't a knife. Don't be a baby about everything. <laughs> oh, I almost died. Eleven? Uh, um, you whip the knife at the unicorn, and it seems something... Just at the nick of time, saves it. Looks like it possibly could have hit, but uh, uh, some sort of magic field has prevented it from um, being harmed further. <sighs> that's annoying. Can I check to see the connection to the darkness, see if that's back up? Uh, you check to see if there's a connection to the darkness, but how? as you do so, you feel an immediate wrench okay. on your soul. Okay, I'm good. Wait, don't you still have the goggles on? Yeah. What's the star look like? What does it look like? I want you to roll a wisdom save. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. Look, at misery company. You know. 16. 
you look up to it and immediately perception of reality begins to distort. Okay. As you, your mind begins to warp and replace each second that you look at it, trying to comprehend exactly what it's seeing. All, all you can see is complete obliteration slowly brought back into reality only to be disintegrated and torn away again. You see a spiraling vortex that you yourself are falling deeper into that suddenly you are re-pulled right back out only to fall deep within its wells again. It blinks. You feel absolute nausea, terror. It's hilarious almost. You begin to laugh immediately at the shreds of your remaining humanity slipping away before eventually you are able to rip the goggles off and it's just a red speck can i keep laughing absolutely (laughs) that seemed interesting um uh i mean are we like not fighting at the moment well the golems are gone they are gone okay yeah then technically they're more like just like sea urchin looking things right now okay can I just don't get close to like it? Like to speak to the unicorn? I'd like to get within viewing range of the unicorn because if one behind a tree, I can't see it. So I want to try and find it. Okay. And see it. Sure thing. Um, you're you're able to pull yourself out and do so. Uh, you're speaking to the unicorn. Yeah. What are you and why are you here? And I say both in common and in uh, pr- uh, primordial. You hear a voice within your head as the unicorn turns to you. What have you done? You've... Is that a rhetorical question? You said you were here to cause ruin. This is beyond that. This is something... It stops immediately. So you can hear the sounds of cicadas whispering above you. The paper pieces seem to have flown into the room. Fuck. Did they slowly form a silhouette above you? Interesting. (sighs) The voice says. I did not expect you to be the travelers I was waiting for. Welcome. I'm the Riker of Jerachmus. And Fest informed me that you were on your way. I didn't expect to see you here so soon. This is marvelous indeed. The paper pieces begin to lower themselves down. Now that you've freed me, thankfully, from this cursed wench's grasp, I am much more able to assist you now. And what exactly was she? She is a soon-to-be-dying god. A new god, as uh, some may take to calling them. A celestial, or whatever you wish to cling your fancies to. Nevertheless, she is a pretender to a throne that she could never hope to fill. Can I roll for religion to see if I know who that might have been? Sure. 
You can roll on advantage, technically. Before you destroy her, uh, may we ask for a bit of her essence? Essence? Yeah. You know, gods are powerful. Power helps. I'm sure she has some kind of token that she can give us. I'm sure I can pull something. Thank you. The unicorn kind of backs itself into a corner in a worrisome, startled, uh, startled stance. Uh, Giram, what did you roll? 14. 14? Um, just barely, you kind of get the hint that this possibly could be some sort of avatar for Atlas. Oh, the, shit. Uh, <laughs> the goddess of benevolence. <sighs> hmm. The Riker turns um, to you for. You have the scepter, yes? Oh, of course you do. You wouldn't have been able to release me if you didn't. So, who are you? He says as the unicorn just immediately explodes suddenly with <laughs> with um, <laughs> with paper, oh, with these little triangular paper pieces uh, just immediately dispersing out of it. We're from a group who's have some vested interest in these going-ons. I see. Pieces of the board. That's what they say? You know, the last person that came in here also claimed to be uh, one of these. I think he had a I, I'm sorry to continue to use uh, the the analogy, but seem to think he had a very important role uh, on this little game board. However, seeing that you have the scepter and you have the blessing, as we can see. I think it's more fit that you enact this right. That you unleash what has been long overdue. All right, let's get it done. Absolutely. If I could please, though, I will require one thing. A host. There is a very... A very, or a much more preferred host nearby in mind. Of course, I unfortunately can't grasp exactly who it is. My power is a little sapped at the moment, you see. This sanctuary has been leeching from me for quite some time. So please, provide it. I'll take care of the rest. And how we know who the host is? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Will the scepter know? Likely. All right. Oh. And I think I know who. We could discuss that after we leave this area. All right. Uh, I'd like to make my way over to the unicorn. Any chance we or can torture it before we leave? It's been dismembered, man. 
Any if, chance we can torture it furthermore? It's no, it's like it's not. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't exi- think it's it exists. Missed, basically, I don't think it exists. Nah, anymore. I just. I just want to see what uh what it, it like left behind. Punch Go it. Go ahead and roll percentile. Triple zero. Sixty-two. Oh. Okay. You find a strange, uh, it, not not exactly an amulet, almost an emblem of sorts, a stone carving, if you would. Hit it. Uh, does it? What's the symbol look like? Uh, the symbol itself uh, appears to be that of the uh, celestial uh, symbol, like actually uh, much like what you saw on the other door of requiem mm-hmm. all right does it feel like anything um you'd certainly feel an intense magic coming from it um though it doesn't seem to you you're not really sure what the purpose is of of it currently all right I toss it over to Mordecai. Um, like to roll for Arcana, I guess. Sure. It's magic. Whoa, guys! Did you, you know? know. <laughs> no. Never believe. That's a dirtiest twenty. You've seen it time and time again. It's an arcane lock. Son of a. Oh, boy. Every time. Every time. However, this is probably the most powerful arcane lock you have ever seen. It absolutely irradiates denial. Denial in its pure form. Hmm. I say we bring that back to Pelagios. It's interesting. All right. Let's go find a host. The hostess. Don't. Don't do it. Do you want to live to the end of this episode? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you're exiting the sanctuary? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I uh, give a nod to the Riker. Uh, Do you have a name? Not anymore. Sounds about right. (laughs) Mm. I'm not going to get... No, I don't... He's just Durakmus' Riker. JR Jr. His name is Jr. Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> no, not again. Yes. Well. What if I'll we're go. one of the hosts? Mm, I doubt it. I uh, wave the scepter at all four of us to see if it responds to us. It resonates with all four of you. Cool. 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 Could be Alder. Hmm. Or Nose, I'd like to Nose vote. goes. Oh, you oh lost. Alder lost. You <laughs> lost. <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> swear to God if you make a <laughs> important decision on nose goes. <laughs> I won't do anything about it, but I'll be I mean, a little upset. If he's talking if he's talking about like denial and apparently this is supposed to be a god, I could see that it would want to resonate with me. Oh. Why don't we he, ask he doesn't he need a host? Yes, he needs a host. Not it has the, nothing to do with the locket. The locket yeah. is separate. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. I, I say we tell the scepter to blink twice for yes, one for no. I was just going to say okay. we vote the empress Don't talk to be to my the scepter, new host. Okay. I wasn't going to talk to you. Excuse me? Yeah. No. Why not? She's already... Jerachmus is already inside of her. 
Hey. hey. Like they're already sharing a body, right? So <laughs> you can't stick enough. Not even gonna bother explaining this to you. Stick That's two in there. So it'd be three. Never mind. Three D, like two, a deity, a half a deity, and a person all share a body. That sounds like a really bad joke. <laughs> um, nah, I mean, I would like to ask the scepter if there's somebody besides <laughs> the four of us that could be a host. Two for yes, once for no. It blinks twice. So yes. Yep. I would. Are like they close by or no? It blinks twice. So yes. Uh, I would like to ask the the Riker. Does the body have to be alive? Yes. Okay. I cannot function on the dead. That is not how creation works. Can you ask the scepter if it's the tree? Just yes. I, I guess I will, but I'm not gonna like. I just like. Is it the tree? I just want to know if it's like screwing with us to an extent. No, I asked the scepter. Is it the tree? It blinks once. Okay. okay. Just making sure that it's not being a dick about it. All right. So we could either pick one of us or we can go find somebody else. Uh, is this going to be like a temporary host type of thing or? No. This stuff is not temporary. <sighs> so well, we got to go find a body. No, well, we got to go find a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine person. <laughs> and is there any specific is there any specific time frame or the sooner the better. Mm. We wouldn't want the gods meddling with us again. Yeah, they are uppity. Uh I point a lot. I can't answer that way. Anyone suggestions? What do you guys want to do? I want to ask if the potential host is in the log. Just roll with it. Yeah, I guess I asked the scepter. Is is India. the host in the lock? No, it has to be a person. He's not a guy. I don't know if it's He's like a, a weird entity type of thing inside. If the he could have taken her over, he would have done that already. In the lock? Okay. Because the god, the essence of the god is in the lock, right? Okay. She oh. was taking his essence because it's not quite as powerful. Okay. Because he's still human. Okay. Eh. And there's like a hierarchy to these things, right? You're a higher. I say we go back into the castle. You mean what's left of it? What do you mean? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you released some crazy inner power and you destroyed a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'd like to ask the scepter if he could glow brighter in the direction of a suitable host. Uh it begins to uh do a very faint glow. Alright, and then I point it towards the door that we came in glows a little brighter all right all right we will find you a host we will find you a host and we will be back as soon as we can okay he uh, he turns well you, you see the uh the silhouette turn to face you very well do hurry though before we leave because i'm like part train out can you take care of this that yeah why would you want me to does it offer me anything absolutely Brings you closer to your destiny. The one thing I hate about you guys. All right, whatever, man. You are truly supposed to be a tree god. Anyway, so <laughs> grow up through I the door. Be a tree. Through <laughs> 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 the door. Excuse the me. Door. All, right. All right, doors. <laughs> doors part two. Okay, you re uh, re enter through the door of Requiem. 
And as you do so, uh, you find yourselves um, back in this uh, little basement complex um, with the princess lying uh, or the princess lying on the ground, um, currently unconscious. I point the scepter at her. It falls blank immediately. That's what I thought. I kind of do like a, like a, you know, like as if I had a Geiger counter kind of back and forth, like to follow in a direction where it's the brightest. It points to towards the door um, that you likely would have been able to enter the room from. (laughs) We hadn't dropped in from the ceiling. Um, Uh And then it immediately begins to glow immensely all of a sudden as three figures drop down from the hole that was created from the stairs. (laughs) There you see Vera, Soth, and Pelagius. Mm. Hello. How goes goes the mission? We first, so one, how goes the mission Two, what's going on? Fantastic. And all his fault. And I point (laughs) to, I don't know what happened. The whole capital is under siege. He found his inner strength. We are in need of a suitable host. What the hell does that mean? I show show the forearm. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Looks like you're sick. Long story story (laughs) short. The three of us all have diseases right now. I also am at one still. (laughs) (laughs) He's like fighting off Long story short, we require a suitable host. What? <laughs> we explained the situation, what happened, the morning the the star is up in the ceiling of the room behind us. What in God's name is our Lord's plan, Pharaoh? <laughs> says kind of looking over to Pelagius. It's not our place to question it. A host. And the scepter knows which of us should be the host. Yeah, if you guys want to like step away from each other, I can point it at you guys and it'll pick one of you. And it steps away. I point it at Soth first. Glows pretty brightly. I point it at Pelagius. Glows pretty brightly. I point it at Vera. Glows pretty brightly. Okay, so... So this isn't as omnipotent as I thought. <laughs> no, you guys have to decide, I guess, who wants to go. I'm, I'm pretty not doing sh- it, Vera says, immediately. The rest of you should do nose goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all just immediately nose goes. Fast all right, one, two, three, nose goes. <laughs> no, we already did this. I'm including the other three. Yeah. He, Pelagius, crosses his arms and seems to think for a moment. With this, he raises his sword and immediately cracks the hilt of it over Vera's head. <laughs> Vera immediately bricks down to the floor. <laughs> Could have called that. Uh, In which case, Pelagios spins the blade and points it at Suzette. I'll grab the legs if you grab the head. This is your destiny. Is it not? Is that what the Rikers spoke of? Yes. 
then it is your decision. If it is my time, it is my time, as my Lord commands it. Which of us is to be a host? He's making me decide? He's making the group decide, technically. Right, cone of silence? I think it should You can't be... just say cone of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I like, we turn our backs has been like rolling his blackened eyes throughout most of this conversation. <laughs> By cone of silence, I'd like to kind of just huddle us all together and sort of link up the message ability so we can all just communicate via you know, mind it only, share. It only works one to one person. Yeah, so I'll just relay everything. That's way too much work. Um, <laughs> also, if you're relaying everything, what's the point of it? I think can it I... should be Vera. Can I relaying everything try mentally. to reach out Alder? to Noct- Noctis and see if I can get a read on who he would like it to be? How would you do that? I don't know. I assume if I can pray to Roth, I can... I think Noctis seems pretty powerful. Try. That's a role of a religion. Could you're, be seen as an affront to Roth, though. Yeah, your god will hate that. Okay, well then can, can I, I ask, ask Roth dad? to get him on a, like, a three-way call? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'd like to ask Roth then for advice. Okay. Direction. And I believe that is a 15. You received no response. Super helpful. <laughs> can I go like, with, no problem. <laughs> can I go with my best feeling on this? Your best gut feeling? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to make your roll for it, though. <laughs> it's going to be your gut feeling. All right. I, What's your gut feeling say? Well, I think it was pretty rude that he just knocked out Vera. Um, <laughs> well, he knocked her out because she would have she would have fought against becoming it. Well, then he should be it. But he's not saying he wants to. He's just saying he's okay with it I'm not saying he wants him. to. He should be it. I think it should be Vera. <laughs> Why not Soth? Wow. Okay, so we're at a uh, three-way split. Wow. That's a bad idea. So Suzette, <laughs> who's it, it going to be? <laughs> straight up, it can't be Soth. Yeah, it can't I be Soth. I, he's I, too I, powerful. It's not even that. I just don't... Whatever he is, I don't think it's compatible with... Whatever the Riker is. Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? I mean, the Scepter would disagree. Right, but it's just saying, I think it's just saying that his Scepter body is strong said, enough hey, to hold why not? You could do it. Yeah. Corey, you have mm. a D3, right? I do have a D3. No. We're not fucking no. rolling a dice <laughs> We're on not this. rolling a dice on this. Crazy? I think, I, I, I don't James, think you look like you have an opinion. <laughs> I, would, I would like to talk to Pelagius really quickly. No, he can do it. He's yeah, fine. go for it. Ask, ask him. Whatever um, your question. Pelagius. Yes. You and Vera. Nose goes. <laughs> no. Uh, he's like, she's going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she's unconscious. Well, she's, for some reason, the first one to put her finger on her nose. The so second I, he says it, she's just like, ah. <laughs> I think we, we've got our host. What's, what's up, James? <laughs> the disembodied voice of James Collegios. comes through to Collegios. our characters. I don't know. I think... what. What happens when this goes down? The Riker will take uh, take the body and use that body to and uh, bring about destiny, quote unquote. I mean, as someone who would like to be inside a girl's body, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess like Vera, go with her. Yeah, yeah she's unconscious. I was gonna pick her anyways, but just because I feel like Pelagius and Soth are too powerful to lose to a Riker. Especially for, like, the organization. Plus, I kind of dislike Vera, so... Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you grab... I'll grab the... Platinum here, girl, again? 
I'll grab the feet. You grab the arms. I just drag her. Just one leg. <laughs> Whatever. You can do that too, I guess. So, I changed my mind. No. You guys are mean. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yes, I pick her up Should've and I. Been I Vera, you two are too powerful to lose. And, well, she doesn't have much of a choice. Vera makes weapons, though. We can get another force. Barely. Master. Yeah, but having a blacksmith versus having two of the top. She's not a blacksmith. She's, she's an arcanic forge master. Barely. Well, when you put it that way. <laughs> we can find another. It's fine. How how common are those? Not very. I would like to think how that Soth and are those? <laughs> I would like to think that Soth and Pelagios are quite irreplaceable in comparison to right because they're like the top two. Pelagios yeah. is a dick. I don't like him. You know who else is a dick. <laughs> you want to say that to his face? Yeah, I'll say it to his face. Do it right. When I have now. more health. <laughs> <laughs> when I have, when more, I have more health, health and it's I'd a like picture <laughs> of him and he's not there. <laughs> you you purposely paint a picture of him just so you could say it. I mean, having a Forge Master is great, but like... Oh, no, you already made your choice. Please, yeah. go ahead. Unless anyone else has any other words? I say Vera. Not Vera. Vera. Not we one. already had my input. My input doesn't matter. You're right. You made, you made your choice. All right. Three to one, Vera. Vera. We'll take her. Okay. Um, so you begin dragging Vera to the... Uh, carrying her. I'm not a monster. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soth is like I am. <laughs> he finally speaks, and just, it's just to like, get that pun in. It's like, it's like Silent Bob. <laughs> like he never speaks until it's like that one line he needs. Yeah. Um. With that, you begin to carry Vera back to the sanctuary, and as you return, the Riker turns and speaks. That was faster than I expected. Yeah, it was expedited. <laughs> yeah, overnight it, shipping. It, it, it didn't take us long to bring her here. She's not very heavy. Can I trip that him? Was a stretch. If, I, if uh, I trip him, will he die? Very well. Come. With all these trees, you'd think it was some Amazon shipping. I hate you. Go ahead, <laughs> Corey. Please place her before me. I do so. Assume the position. As you place her down, or place her before him, the silhouette lands, and he kind of runs his uh, runs the what you could assume to be his hand of these um, paper triangles over uh, over her face. I see. An interesting host. A descendant of... <laughs> he... Immediately... No one ever going to finish their sentence? They're just going to be super cryptic all the time? <laughs> yeah. He immediately envelops these paper particles around her frame. And they all immediately pierce down into her skin. Her eyes snap open, and you can he hear a dissonant whimper before her body rests. She sits up and slowly begins to float to her feet. 
This is fitting enough. His voice kind of overtone overlays her own. Is she dis- still in there? Yes. In theory. <laughs> I did not remove the soul. However, it's become much more of a speck, really. He, she, they turn to you. This one will do. Now, destiny, I believe we were talking about. I know you're skeptical, Alder, but believe it or not, your placement was written eons ago in this story. (laughs) He turns to Suzette. Suzette, your tragedy was perpetuated in order to bring you here today. Suzette just snarls. Your mother's lack of better judgment, Giram, was forced upon to bring you before us. And of course, that little mangled leg of yours. (laughs) 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 Shattered so that we could rebuild your presence here today. We appreciate your roles, and we hope that you'll see them through as they are almost over. For now, I believe your messiah, or whatever you would like to call him, should be informed that his castle is ready. With that, the spiraled spear of what used to be that tree behind them immediately begins to grow and spiral upwards, effectively destroying this sanctuary. You can feel the entire mountain that this rests upon begin to collapse. And as you are currently rising, you can now feel the sanctuary walls begin to fall apart around you. Yes, you are in the cataclades as you watch this large spire of some sort of arcanic construct begin to form from the ground beneath you. The blue and purple and black rock of the cataclysmic lands all begin to slowly taint and seep with a red aura. The star in the sky begins to shine brighter. And as this hellish structure reveals itself from the ground, you recall this exact scene, scenario, Mordecai, from that painting in the palace. Oh. Whatever this is, you aren't the first ones to gaze upon it. But you may end up being the last. Hmm. 
as this hellish structure forms, the Riker takes a deep breath, fitting that a descendant of the one that birthed the Cataclades is the one to resurrect its glory. Oh, okay. A second dying time. A second reset. A new obelisk. He turns to the party. And now, your final rules. We are preparing. Preparing a door for your Messiah to walk through. See to it that he makes it here. Many enemies are to flood these lands in the coming days. It is our job to make sure that they cannot interfere. Understood. <laughs> then I suggest that you allow me to send you back get your rest and prepare to defend all that we have come to work for okay okay I'm in let's do it alright and we're gonna end it there today all right a little bit of a shorter episode yeah yeah because uh there's uh now that i know how this played out i have to set up (laughs) the big old finale to technically a prologue i guess so am i just like part three now like what's up with that don't worry man i'm sure it'll all be explained maybe (laughs) Furiously writes down notes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about uh, the tree. <laughs> Alder's curse is just. I'm a I'm a tree person. You. Also, I owe you, Garam. Like a lot. You you, you <laughs> saved your life twice. You saved my life a couple times. Can does like Sazad have an understanding of what the tree is, or what it does, or what, know, how it makes him feel? You know that it is a part of the Crimson Plague, and you know that the Crimson Plague is a part of the Rikers. Okay. Alders, oh my god. Alder's real confused, I feel. <laughs> like everyone keep his everyone's like, I know your skepticism. He's like, bitch, I'm still alive though. Like, I'm so, just I'm just a little archer boy. <laughs> I have a few questions. Yeah. So Rikers serve primordials, correct? Correct. Alright. That's my question. We're all Rikers <laughs> in the end, aren't we? Yeah, but Stay how many woke. how many of us at this table have a primordial deity? By primordial duty, do you mean like a thing that you can focus all your energy on and then redraw from your own power? Okay, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a terrible person. This, <laughs> it's magic. This is great. It's uh, magic. Thank you again, James, so much for giving us this space. Yeah, thank you, James. James. Uh, why don't you get up on that I'll mic you and... Don't tell him what to do. Yeah, he's his own, some he's his own of person. your podcasts. Hey guys, this is James from Mostly Speaking Sentai. Also, I'll get there. Also, what the hell mouth. 
also, it's Frank over there. Is that what you're pointing at? Yeah, he's pointing at Frank. God, Rudy, I have a cat named Frank. He's it's actually handsome. an old man. Uh, yes, he is an old man. But Rudy gets really creepy around Frank. Super creepy. Yeah. Also, give me the Give me the mic. <laughs> Rudy is holding the mic. No, don't pet him. I don't. You're not allowed to touch him. Yeah. Come on, man. You're weirdo. But also, I forgot all the podcasts. I you said you what the hell, mouth? Yeah. You still got this movie's gay. This movie's this gay. Movie's yeah. gay. Yeah, guys, find all those at mlmpod.com or just search those titles wherever you're listening to this. Again, that's mostly speaking Sentai. What the hell, mouth? I'll get there. And this movie's gay. And then also listen to my rap music. It's really good. I don't know why I don't have more fans. Uh, really, it's for real, it's amazing to be yeah. honest. It really uh, yeah. is. I don't know what's the, what's the deal. Maybe I need really to put is. it on Spotify. That's been my you need to get more issue. Naked. No, that doesn't that doesn't help. I already know it doesn't. I've tried it twice. Yeah, it's Marsh <laughs> Land <laughs> Monster. Yes. All right. See you guys. Hypebeast. Awesome. Um, Garam. Seriously, thanks again for that, James. Yeah. Um, we really do appreciate this, uh, especially since uh, an arc is coming to a close here. I'm really glad that uh, we've started this up. We'll see how this ends up here. Um, real quick, uh, Giram, if you want to tell them where they can find us on social media. What? Giram, can you want to tell us where they where you find us on social media? Oh, yeah, I got you. It's uh follow okay. us on <laughs> uh follow us on Instagram. It's uh hit it and crit it. H I T I T underscore A N D underscore C R I T I T and follow us on Twitter as well. Hit it and crit it. <laughs> no ampersign A N D. Oh, hello. Hello. And Frank. uh Alder, you wanna say anything? No, yeah. he okay, no, we're I don't think he does because he never, you know. Kid just think. Might be on there. Sometime. Follow me on Instagram at M-I-S-I-N-G-L-E-T-R because then for sure you'll know when it drops because it'll be the first place to drop it. <laughs> Check out my artwork and my face and my tattoos and stuff. And maybe content. <laughs> Next week we're going to have a kind of a special episode. I hope yes, you allow us to um, upload it on Hidden Credit too. Um, yes. That'd yes. be cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to do kind of a mixture of Kitchen Sink meets the round table where uh, we're going to talk about stuff outside of the D&D, but we're also going to talk about uh, the future for yeah. this campaign. We felt like it might be, I, I think all in all, it'll be a good place to, to have both. Yeah. So catch out, catch up, check out Mustard. Um, around the kitchen sink. Hey man, that was a really good condiment joke. Let me relish it for a minute. <laughs> bitch (laughs) (laughs) uh thank you for listening guys we really do appreciate it we all we love you all thank you again matt you're a swell guy and uh i'll tree you later (laughs) look i gotta go frank's upset i'm not petting him more (laughs) Uh, if you touch frank i'm gonna tell james to kick you out i'm touching him Uh and he's such a sweet boy all right uh with that being said <laughs> with that being said <laughs> thanks for listening again, frank is an old man yeah. this has been another weird episode of hit it and crit it yeah thank you <laughs> enjoy i'm chris hansen what are you doing with that cat <laughs> oh my god i'm done okay good night <laughs> no this Bye. is actually an episode <laughs>